Agents of ICS is a Monster of the Week horror podcast meant for mature audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello and welcome back to the Monster of the Week podcast that has the absolute most, currently, faces. Well, I guess no thanks to Margo. She decided to fix that. And Carson and Jay with their firebombs. Speaking of Jay and speaking of poor positions, let's get to them now. Today, we decided to hunt a monster. Today, the monster decided to hunt us. And today, once again, proved that humanity is the real monsters. We are professionals, so we prepared ourselves. We set up a trap for the monster. And the monster decided to take this personal. After thoroughly thrashing us, the I think we are still winning. Not entirely sure, honestly. We really needed things to go our way you know good of course this meant that fate decided to make things go to shit as stefan showed up and put a shotgun to my back if i had a nickel for every time i had a loaded weapon pushed into me while i lay on the floor with my windpipe crushed and my body crumpled like a paper bag i would have two nickels which isn't a lot but it's weird that it happened twice the first time was of course my own fault, as it usually is. Uh, I stole a car from a mobster. Didn't know it at the time. The car happened to be loaded with millions in contraband. So, after having a genuine mafia hit squad called on me and pushed me off the road, I hit a telephone pole at 80 miles per hour, had my unconscious body dragged to an abandoned warehouse where I promptly had a gun shoved into my mouth, I managed to survive and live the day. You might wonder how I managed to do that. I shit you not, I managed to make the boss laugh at me. So I walked away that day. It left me with a few things. Firstly, a cool new scar on my head and a damaged eye which permanently ended my underground racing career. Secondly, a promising gift from a powerful mob boss. Thirdly, a personal vendetta from the underling of said mod boss, who I stole the car from. Apparently I ruined his promotion with that stunt. Fourthly, the case of the bullet that was supposed to be my end. I still wear it around my neck as a reminder. And lastly, a debilitating fear of firearms aimed at me. So, as Stefan cocked his shotgun and pushed it into my back, I froze. And here we are. Excellent. I love it. Nice. God, the mental preparation that went into that. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. You did a fantastic job. And cutting back to that exact scene where we are now, I'm always uh, consistent, if anything. Everyone, go ahead and add one experience. (laughs) Jay, add an extra one for the recap. All right. I technically leveled up last week. You also level, correct. Did you decide on something, or are you thinking about it? Yes. It's not something that's worth using mid-fight, so it's fine. Perfect, okay. Uh, we can definitely poke at that later then. Uh, so, we will pick up exactly there to really quickly throw down where everything is, what's happening. Uh, Margo, you recently disarmed the creature after it was trying to get that face. And I don't know why you're telling it now, but we'll, whatever. You're being weird. Um... It kind of moved back it's a bit. It's my face. I know, but it's a good face. Uh, my face. <laughs> your opinion is your opinion. 
in the in, middle of the forest. I say in the middle of my spine, my your face. <laughs> Where else can I put it? Uh, Carson, you aren't as beat to shit as Jay and Margo are. Uh, true. You, in terms of positioning, Jay, you're near like the back outcropping because the beast pushed you back. Yeah. And Steven. Uh, I will say, by the way, I there are four ways in which case uh, my freezing will end. We'll see what they are. Indeed. Stefan, of course, is behind you. The creature is closest to Margot. Uh, so, Carson, realistically, you have the most wiggle room right now. Both Margot and Carson, you guys are near the pile of Molotovs that you guys have set up. There are still mirrors everywhere. The large mirror is on the floor. As a reminder, it's kind of between everyone, realistically. So you can all reach it pretty evenly. Jay was going for it. So he'd realistically be the closest. Kirk is hiding as you asked him to. And we're all outside the mouth of the cave. Uh, something I was going to ask. I think I asked this to Waifu. So, of course, when you guys role play things or do stuff, you know, high fives all around. I love that. Uh, Jay, because Carson, you, you did this last time. Uh, you said I'll mm-hmm. roll. I'll roll. You know, stress. Of course, we're definitely rolling that here. The situation is complete ass. But I was thinking, let me know how you guys feel about this. So I was thinking anytime, obviously, your phobia comes up, you would roll stress. How do you guys feel that it being your phobia, you roll stress, not plus one, but like a mechanically? Uh, I'm fine with not rolling stress at all, just gaining stress. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what I was going to say is you, you always gain one stress and then you roll to see if you gain more or if you just cap off does that make any sense sure yeah sure yeah so basically if it's your phobia you always get one period but if you roll a 10 if you happen to roll a 10 yeah good job awesome you're still getting one but you don't get like two or three if you fail so i was i was thinking that me becoming reckless is one of the uh points that could you know stop me from being frozen so uh indeed so starting with all that uh, i would say with this general situation uh for now Jay, definitely, definitely. First and foremost, roll me to keep it together. With cool, not weird. There we go. Excellent. All right. So that would be two. Where would you like to add those? Reckless. All right. As previously discussed. I was thinking, actually, I'm not sure if it makes sense, but I currently have a cool instead of tough. Mm-hmm. So like a switching. Does it make more sense if I do... Um, or no, I don't... I have sharp instead of stress. Does it make more sense if I do cool instead of stress? As in literally losing your cool? Yeah, so minus sharp plus what? It's currently minus sharp plus toughness. Oh, you mean minus cool plus tough? Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I Actually, I I got a lot because you're you're literally losing your cool. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. So uh, if you were to become reckless, yeah, it'd be minus cool plus tough. I like like that a lot, actually. Alrighty, so you don't completely... (laughs) Lose your shit, Jay. The last thing that Stefan said is drop your weapons and move away from the thing, effectively. Nah, I'm currently not wearing a weapon, so that's fine. It's on the ground anyway. I'm like half hunched over at this point trying to crawl somewhere and I just raise my hands, I guess. And Margo and Carson, you both very clearly hear this happen and you see Stefan standing behind Jay with a rifle pointed to his back. Uh, Does he say anything? Yeah, he basically said, we're stopping things now. And if you have a weapon, please drop it. All right, I guess I drop it. Am I facing him or facing away? Yeah, actually, what is the layout here? Fortunately, it's a giant circular outcropping, so all of you can easily see what's happening. If you were facing away, you'd be looking at the tree line. I mean, I guess I dropped my weapon. Margo has both a giant sword and... Did you, did you drop the arm? Uh, yeah. I... 
Just check. Uh, did I successfully pull it out of my face is the question. You rolled so well that yes, you successfully pulled it out of your face. It didn't get far enough. And what is the creature doing? Currently, it is slowly reeling backwards. It still looks angry, but it's recovering from Margo slicing off its arm. Where is Stefan in relation? Where is Stefan in relation to the creature? Mm-hmm. Are, you, are we talking feet? Or are we talking feet? Probably 20, 20 or so feet. Because that's about how far Jay was. Margo's obviously very close. She's about at most five feet away. She just and dislodged what, herself from it. And what sign am I on? Uh, realistically, if we're looking at like the forest being this outcropping in this little square here, uh, it would almost be like this. So you'd I be like, feel like, yeah, you'd be on the right side. Jay would be on the left side. And then the creature would be uh, if the mouth were the upper right quadrant of the square. I just think it would be really satisfying if I could somehow figure out a way to get the creature to a text fun. But I'm not smart enough ahead, for that. Hmm? Don't worry, I got it sorted. You've already got it sorted? He currently has a shotgun pressed to my back. I can figure something out. Okay. Assuming I don't die. Um, alright, well. Honestly, if you're stumped, that's fine. You know, just, just like ask what's going on. This, this I mean, is definitely... I'd like to keep him talking. I mean, I put down the weapon. Yeah. Do you, do you say anything? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you gonna elaborate on that? Or you're just keeping it to drop the weapon? Do you drop yours, by the way, Marga? You haven't said yet. Um, yours is the most obvious. This is not the kind of situation where Marga would want to drop her weapon. Especially since the, the thing is right beside me, right? It's about five Personally, feet from I feel like Margot would have hidden weapons. Is that not uh, true? No, that's what I'm asking. So I mean, I ha- <laughs> she has a sniper rifle and a sword that's hard to hide. Uh, I Do have you not a- have, like, daggers or anything? I always carry a silver knife tucked away. So you're not completely defenseless? No, I'm wondering, husband, am I capable of yanking that knife out and tossing it at Safan with intent to kill? Like a throwing star or throwing yeah. knives? Yeah. You can very much do that. But in this current state, he wants you to drop the sword, of course. And so you're, you're obviously you have that like <laughs> the, the, the golf bag uh, with the sniper. Are you still wearing it or did you set it down? Oh, to move I easier? definitely would have set it down. It would drag me down in this fight. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's, it's probably somewhere near the Molotovs and whatnot, somewhere safe. Um, to answer your question really quick, Jay, were there any mirrors in Stefan's house? There definitely were. Yes. Okay. You guys uh, <laughs> check it top to bottom. Yeah, just making sure, like, you know, you never know if the, the Stefan is not the monster instead. Yeah. So you, you do drop the sword then, Margo? Um, I would like to. He's watching you most intently. You're super I... obvious. All right, I will. Uh, I will drop the sword. All right. Stefan does not respond to you, Carson, until Margo drops the sword. Seeing you all put your hands up. He kind of pushes the rifle into Jay as if to say like craw- crawl forward start start moving start moving and you can tell he's pushing you towards the mouth of the cave I mean I'm just complying at this point okay uh, is Jay like what's Jay thinking right now like what's going through your mind he is trying to find a way to I mean he doesn't want to die he has been in this situation before he's trying to think of anything and everything he possibly can to get out of it but he is complying okay because he needs time he needs a moment excellent and the beast seems to have almost calmed down that like rage and wrath that you all felt surrounding you is still there but it feels contained within a pinpoint rather than spread throughout the entire forest 
And then Stefan just looks at the two of you still, still standing, Margo and Carson, and says, You all poked your noses somewhere you shouldn't have, and let's just say things got a little more complicated than I was expecting. You lied. Mm. I lied. Well, let's just get past all that, yes? Okay, but if this was more than you were expecting, what were your expectations? For your group, you mean? Yeah. Honestly, I had no idea. You don't too frequently see fools wandering into the forest, running into various beasts and creatures, and you all seem very determined to find this thing. Well, congratulations. You did. But this will be the end of your journey. Uh, Margo, Carson, Jay's already on his way. It's with the two of you and your other little friend there. Please walk into the cave. Mm. Um, do I have an opening yet? Considering you dropped her weapon. Yes. All right. Can I also further distract him, maybe, by starting to, like, back up? Very much so. So, distractions can come in different ways, of course. Obviously, that can be a help out role. If Margo's attacking, which I assume is what you're doing. Yeah. Hey, did you say intent to kill? Intent to kill. Then that would definitely be roll to kick some ass. Uh, depending on the outcome of this, Carson and Jay, either of you can help, of course. But Carson, you're in a position where you can help. Jay, you... He, uh, I'm going to react based on what happens after this. So, so he doesn't really assume you're going to do anything, Jay, because he's got a gun to your back and you just instantly complied. Yeah. And you, you, he's probably been watching what's happening so he knows that you're in a really bad way so both of you are actually jay and carson in a good position to do something so margo you can scroll kick some ass i'm gonna use one of my plus one forwards for this okay <laughs> all righty i'm trying to remember is advanced success 12 yeah it is i'm one off if uh carson assists you we might still get it indeed uh, so, Carson, what would you what would you do to uh, distract Stefan long enough for Margaret to draw this blade and chuck it at him? I think I'm just going to antagonize him. Oh, just talking shit? Yeah. You know what? That works. Uh, go ahead and just roll me help out. Nice. <laughs> nice. Perfect timing. All right. <laughs> Cutting words. That is a plus one with no downsides, Carson. You're able to insult him a bit but not so much that he thinks you're planning something he doesn't see an opening he sees literally nothing margo there's a lot going on here how much does your knife do well it's just a cute little silver knife and he's human so one harm okay and this is now an advanced kick some ass because that plus one is bringing your kick some ass to 12 uh, obviously we roll with the big boys normally but what does uh <laughs> advanced do when it's on a small boy uh, you completely hold the advantage. Everyone gets plus one forward. You take no harm. Uh, your attack deals double the normal harm. Your attack drives the enemy away in a route. Well, that was intent to kill. So what? Tending that I'd be aiming somewhere special. Yes. Uh, the knife itself only does one harm, which obviously is not enough to kill, but it's going to hit or hurt or do something uh, pretty poorly. Now, the thing is, with those options you have, definitely choose carefully. Because he, <laughs> he doesn't have you guys surrounded, but he has a weapon out. This is a full success, but what he does next will determine which of those you choose. I think I'm with the top one. All hunters involved get a, in the fight get a plus one forward. Yes, please. So you definitely can do that. Clear you'll, you'll see why that one is important in a second. That is definitely very, very good. Everyone getting a plus one is awesome. The other one, though, the attack drives the enemy away in a route. He currently has Jane a really, really bad way. That oh, one. So you want me to oh, like... He, he, he won't be in a bit, so it's fine. 
if, if you're planning for that, that's perfect. So th- that's what you want to do. You want to give such, such a good opening that everybody has a chance to do something? Yes. Okay. Uh, I will say with his positioning, since you roll so well, I am not going to have him like lift up and shoot you uh, as you're relatively far. But as you huck this knife across the way, it is definitely a fair distance, Margo. Normal folk could not make this shot, but you are very easily able to do so because you are focused. The knife sticks in his shoulder and he curses under his breath, taking a step back and instinctively, maybe even against his own will, pulls up the rifle to get ready to fire at you, Margo. Thank you. So, uh, considering the situations, I'm going to get one point of reckless regardless. Thank you, please. Because I still have a gun into my back or head. This is quite true. I become reckless now. Yeah. All right, so you'll have to manually move your stats, so go ahead and just do that. And because of that, rather than, you know, trying to escape or anything, I'm going to... Jay is working under the assumption that uh, Stefan and the monster have a pact. They won't harm each other. So what happens if Stefan attacks the monster instead? So he's going to attack the monster using Stefan's shotgun and then dive away. And if I fail this roll, I'm going to use a lucky to make it succeed anyway, so... I'm going to roll to attack. Mm. Stefan's gun. Oh, so you're, you're going to jump up, grab the shotgun, and shoot the monster? I'm basically going to uh, twist and shoot the monster with his shotgun, and then dive away, so that hopefully Stefan gets shot instead, or killed by the monster, I don't know what their deal is. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's about to fire the gun at me, right? So just redirect it, and bam, fire yeah, the monster? Basically, yeah. Yeah, okay, roll like under pressure. Under pressure. And I did say, if it's not a straight-up success, I'm going to use a lucky if can i use a lucky if i don't fail i think it says it just turns the roll into a full success doesn't it yeah it says mark luck to change a roll to a 12 plus or to avoid all harm and injury so yes go ahead and do that (laughs) first luck use all right when you spend luck someone from your past will reappear in your life that's going to be fun good stuff okay you are able to as stefan re-aims this weapon leap up jay Prior to this happening, though, you felt frustration coming from your little friend in the locket and almost a a drilling voice in the back of your mind, just full of rage and not necessarily disappointment, but like a, a displaced panic. Just just saying, like, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. And you finally do. And as you do, Stefan's about to pull the trigger on this rifle he has. You slap it to the left. And it goes off. You hear the weapon crack out and echo through the woods. The bullet has sunk into the shoulder of the creature. And it slowly turns to look at Stefan. Stefan slowly goes to lower the weapon, sort of unsure of like, uh... And they just stare at each other, both entirely silent. And this moment goes on for more than a moment to make it comfortable. You don't sense any immediate violence from the monster? But there's something going on there. I would like to kick up my sword into my hand and attack. Okay, what are you attacking? The monster. Alrighty, the monster is very much hurt in a way, but you will need assistance with this, Margo. You know it is on its last legs. You know it is in pain. But you also know we need to exploit whatever deep-seated weakness it has before it actually goes down. Is its face exposed yet? If it were to have one, yes. The area where its face would be 
is vaguely human-shaped. All of the little faces have fallen off and litter the floor around you all. There can, are impressions can, where can, eyes would be. Can I pull out my little pocket mirror and uh, flash it at him? You definitely can, but you have a two-handed weapon. That's and a big I, one. I will not pick it up. It's on the ground. Let me put it this way. They have to happen simultaneously. Oh, so I need someone else to flash it with the mirror? Effectively, yes. That would, that's what Jay was going to do. Jay was in the way of doing that while you were going to smack it. So. All right, and Stefan's still holding the gun, right? Uh, yes, and he looks shocked. Uh, in fact, Jay, I'll let you know this, since you're relatively close. You hear during this pause, Carson, uh, after I say this, let me know what you're doing, what you're feeling, your general situation. Uh, but Jay, though, you're, you're still on the, on the ground, kind of as you like, you, you stood up and like smacked it, but you're not like fully standing. You hear, as you're closer than most, a pip, plip, plip on the ground. And as you look up, you notice that Stefan is bleeding from the same shoulder the creature was shot in. <gasps> That's alarming. Um, does it look like the wound that Steve, uh, Stefan got from Waifu's dagger is also on the monster? No. Is it two-way? Only the, the wound that Stefan struck to the creature. If Stefan injures it, he gets injured? Seems like it. But not vice versa. It hasn't struck Stefan. Maybe it knows better. This was enough to pause it, though. It um, very much seems offended that this just happened. <laughs> I kind of want to start making my way back towards, like, the weapons. Okay, which one are you going for in particular? Uh, so we have the Molotov cocktails, right? We do. And then I had my, my gun, right? Uh, you do. I, I will remind you. I dropped you. that. Uh, yes, you dropped any weapons you had on you that were visible. You did drop. I will remind you, Carson, uh, that in order to you know fully fell a creature, we need to exploit its weakness first. Uh, this one doesn't like being surrounded by mirrors, but it hasn't right. like, faced one like full. Oh, sorry. The one time it did full on well, face it when Jay hit it, it freaked out. But me didn't know why it freaked out. But after that, I'm, I'm saying in terms of damage, just as a reminder, Margo hurt the living shit out of it and it just got shot. So in terms of damage, this thing has gotten wailed on. I mean, would I think it would be more useful to grab the weapons? Sorry, to grab the mirrors? I would say that's up to you. But there was definitely there was there was definitely a window, Carson, from Margo throwing the knife and Jay slapping the rifle during that little window. You easily, if you wanted to, could have dove for the larger mirror. Yeah, I would have done that. If you go for the mirrors, then I can shoot him. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, Carson, during this moment of silence with Stefan staring at the beast, Go ahead and roll me. Act under pressure to do that. And if, if you want this plus one, you can use it. You do not have to. It's up to you. Do I have to say before that, before I use it? Yes. I'm going to say I'll use plus. All right. Oh, well, nice. A full success. Perfect. It's exactly what I wanted. It. <laughs> oh, oh, you didn't oh. use it. Okay. I didn't use it. Yeah. <laughs> then you still yeah. have it. Oh, well, I meant to use it and then I didn't. Good so, thing it didn't, then. You still have it. <laughs> whoops. <laughs> uh, anyway. So I'll dive for the mirror, get in front of the creature, or at least get in its eye line. How close is Stefan to the creature at this point? About 15 feet away. Uh, would I have I'll, to get between them? I will, so I'll, I'll be dealing with Stefan. That's fine. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and get get in front of the creature that with the big I, I, I was just checking if like Stefan wasn't secretly a monster or something but he isn't so right he is connected but they are connected some way yes which is good for me all right as you dive in front of the creature 
huge mirror. Unfortunately, you have the time. You grab onto it, you quickly turn, and you aim it towards the creature. This thing has no traditional face. It just, as I mentioned to Margo, it has like depressions where its eyes would be. And the sort of, once again, depression, uh, almost as if it was like pushed in like a foam where its mouth would be. Just it, the, the head is, if it's even a head. Who knows this thing, honestly? It sees you in whatever way it can. Maybe it just senses Carson. But that violence that was in a pinpoint now radiates. I mean, that's my moment. This is your moment. It loses its shit and starts like screaming. Its body no longer looks like a human, like an elk, like a centaur. Any of the things it was taking on before, it is almost like coming undone. And you can see various faces and just limbs pushing as if they're trying to escape from this thing's body as it gets ready to just blindly charge forward it doesn't even know what it wants to do but it's going to do it very soon jay what are you doing uh do you want me to help you out waifu or like set something up or do you want to just attack it i think we need to make sure uh, what's his face doesn't fire the gun again at least at us anyway yeah i mean i'll be using his gun to shoot at the monster again so I guess if you can, I don't know, combo attack that, that'll work. Yeah. yeah, at this point I can either help you out and set something up to help you out, or I can just attack it myself, that's up to you. Well, can he attack and distract by attacking and give me an opening, or is that not doable with these rolls? With this current situation, after it screams, Stefan will be back in control of himself. So if you're going to go basically go toe-to-toe with Stefan Jay, you're going to be distracted with that, and you definitely can't help Margo. Well, he probably won't. It, assuming I succeed, he won't be uh, up to help out. <laughs> also that. All right, yeah. So just just take care of Stefan. Stefan is still, like, stunned, so I'm going to, like, sneak behind him and pick up his gun in his, still in his hand and shoot at the monster again, but at his head this time. Yeah, I think that's a so good idea. Basically take care of Stefan and the monster at the same time, potentially. Just try not to hit me in the process. <laughs> Yeah, more. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to lock it in again if I need to because. Uh, yeah. Oh dear God! Please don't. At this point, I need to. If I fail it, I literally will take damage and die. All right, that's fair. And you are very reckless right now, so I guess that's fair. Yes, it <clears throat> makes sense. It's just more that like, will I do enough damage to take it down, or do you want to like follow it up? I'll follow it up if I need to. All right. In that case, I'll help out by doing what I just said I would do crawl up behind Stefan and like get real close to him buddy buddy and like into his ear with my crushed wind type if I die I'm going to die on my own terms and I'm going to lift his arm and shoot his shotgun at the monster again in his face specifically alrighty and you're doing this intentionally to help Margo to allow her to go in yeah to make an opening I guess perfect so Margo Margo definitely roll first then alright so I gotta kick my sword and then swing it I'm sure I'm very practiced at this, by the way. Do you want me to kick ass or something else? Definitely kick some ass. You can tell this thing is waiting for any of you to move and then it's going to lash out. I'm going to use um, another plus one. All right, perfect. Make sure when you roll, you click to use it. Watch it roll like a 13 anyway. (laughs) See? Perfect. Alrighty, another with the sword this time, right? Yeet. All right, you want to roll that uh, finish him? oh my god how could you kick some ass and then roll so badly i (laughs) i mean this actually isn't that bad on a miss i leave myself open and vulnerable correct it doesn't directly say you take damage it's just uh not great 
I mean, fortunately, he's, he's probably still going to die anyway, so, you know. Fortunately, you're actually in a good position for this. But, I, I mean, I also get another thing from Advanced Kicks some Ass. True. Yes, so because on the that, note, that plus four was from the previous one. So, with this Advanced Kicks some Ass, which one do you want? I will be very clear this time. It is going to hurt you if you do not stop it. Yeah, I think I want to do Suffer No Damage. Okay. We're jumping in, whomping. Unfortunately, we're not getting extra damage, but we will be suffering no damage. Uh, Jay, Stefan is definitely going to be a problem as Margot um, begins to charge. He, he does take four, but oh no, hang on. It, it'll take Okay, it'll take never three, mind, yeah. just one. Let me finish my help action to see if Stefan is a problem. Yeah, so actually, actually roll uh, act under pressure because you're not technically helping any uh, rolls here. Yeah, okay. I potentially still have the plus one, but that's up to Wifer to decide. So let's see if I fail or not. Do you want to? Okay. Eh, it doesn't really matter. Good. I do it. I shoot the guy, and he probably shoots his own face, apparently. So during this moment, the creatures... You can make my unstable act up, and I go unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> the creature screams at the same time as you rising to your feet, Jay, and moving in to grab onto Stefan Wittenberg's rifle. This rouses him, though, probably more than you would have liked. And while you're able to like grab onto the rifle and attempt to aim it at the creature, you can definitely get a shot off, but it's not going to be precisely where you want it. It will indeed go off, though. But Stefan is 100% going to fight you tooth and nail to get this thing away from you. He is entirely lucid, and you can tell he is livid. As Margot, you begin to charge for the beast. Fortunately, Jay... You can tell that Stefan is trying to shoot Margo before she can get there. He's hoping to swing this thing wild enough to shoot Carson, shoot Margo, someone. We don't know, but you're in the way. And Margo, you charge forward. The beast screams, seeing that you intend to meet me head to head in a fight. That's adorable. Let's see how things play out for you. And it charges. It's body growing larger and larger, almost as if it's expanding, blowing itself up to look more and more horrifying. You see more faces and limbs, ribs, just things pushing and stretching from under its flesh as it moves in and charges for you. Its antlers shoot out like spears. You can see the first set as they extend and shoot towards Jay. You're able to dodge to the left, Margo, and you slice them midair as they grow limp and strike into the floor. Another set shoots off towards Carson as you're getting closer and closer, but you're able to move in just past Carson, slicing these and now diving to the right. It only has a few left, but fortunately for Hit, it has dedicated them just to you. And as he fires, knowing he'll hit you right between the eyes, ending your life, you're able to dodge downward this time. And you angle the sword just precisely as one of these spears bounces off of it. A loud ting strikes out throughout the woods, as you slide forward, and now you're within range of the beast. It has used all of its various tentacles and decrepit limbs to strike at you from a distance, but it's not left any for itself. Close range. Margo, the moment is upon you. The moment to strike. The moment to end this beast. What do you do? Does it have a core that I need to aim for? You're not sure, but whatever you do, this thing's going to die. I'm just going to cut in the uh, widest angle I can get. Excellent. And as you slide in, using all the momentum of both the blade and your weight. I'm, f I'm feeling very dark nighty. I mean, yeah, you got the big sword. I like this. 
I mean, in that case, the kill has to be Dark Knighty as well. Um, in what way? As in, like, plunging the entire thing through its body, basically, and pulling it out. It has to be gory, at least. Mm, I'm still gonna go for the slash. I think, um, because Marco's kind of small, so she needs the momentum, not a stab. So you're gonna go from, like, a lower slash upward? Or down and around, I don't care. Alrighty. You use all this momentum as you slide forward. Right before you ram into it, Margo, you pull back your weapon. You feel the muscles in your legs tighten. This is the perfect moment. And you swing your blade upward, diagonally, striking it first at where its hip would be. And the blade cuts in deep. Continues cutting, continues cutting, slicing through the center part of its body and continues. And it continues as you stand and it jump as you let the blade just take you. You leap past. You shoot almost two, three feet past this thing as your blade soared clear from its hip to its shoulder. And as you land, you hear a wet slopping sound as its upper half slaps onto the floor. And Stefan, incredibly frustrated at this moment, just seeing what you've done, he just screams out and he just begins shooting at random. And Jay, you wrangling the gun. He unfortunately does not hit any of your friends and he's just click, 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 click. He didn't have that many bullets. And he deflates for a moment. Margo, you've landed. The dust has settled. The creature's body falls limp and begins to eke out some thick substance. But you no longer hear its cries. You no longer feel its presence. And after it falls, you hear a second thud somewhere in the distance. No. We know the creature is dead. What do you mean somewhere in the distance? As you look around, Margot, you see Kirk near the mouth of the cave on his knees, holding his stomach, trying to hold the blood in. Did Kirk get shot? Seems like it. God damn it. Okay, um, I'm going to go up to Stefan and just punch him in the face. Okay. No, no mercy for old men. I would have pulled out my gun, which I still have, like the, the revolver and put it to his head, honestly. Uh, did you do that after Marco punches him or before? <laughs> Probably before. And I'm going to punch him anyway. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for making him stand still. Yeah. This causes him to also drop the rifle and freeze. As he goes to say something, you just stick him across the face and he is dazed for a moment. As he kind of leans back and he tries to find himself also falling to his knees and then further hey, now uh, to his hands. Hey, uh, Carson or Marco, can you handcuff this guy? I'm going to faint in a bit. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. And I, I will do that. All right. Thanks, Carson. Yeah. I'm going to go to Kirk. Yeah. And I've got a faint. I'm yeah. going to basically <laughs> go knockout because honestly, I'm unstable and almost dead. Oh, my God. Yes. He's better than this has worn off. Yeah. He's in a very bad way right now. Oh, so. actually, can I help Jay not crack his skull open as he falls? Uh, Carson's close enough. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to up against the soft, fleshy cave wall. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. People sacrifice in the past. So you can lay on flesh wall now. No. I, I haven't been caught. It's probably fine. Probably. Is Kirk in immediate danger or can he hang on for like an hour? You feel he can maybe hold on for like an hour or so, but he's he's holding his stomach and he's he's trying to push and he's looking around for like his bag and he sees it's it's near where your guys' like ammo and shit was, and he just looks up at you, Mark, and goes, Oh shit! Oh, oh it didn't uh, hit anything lethal, I don't think. Uh, yeah, you can't tell that. Um, I will go dash to his bag. I assume it has something useful in it. There's some medic supplies in there, yeah. 
All right, time to patch him up, I guess. Alrighty. Uh, as he is trying his best, he uh, he, he coughs up a little. And he spits out some blood and goes, "Oh shit, that's 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 not good. That's bad." Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, grab that that and that, and you you come over to uh, Kirk and you start to you know assist and, and help him out with this. Uh, Margo, go ahead and roll me act under pressure as you're trying to very quickly assess what's wrong with Kirk and like what to do and how to do it. Alrighty, you can see where he's bleeding. You can quickly assess the situation uh, with an eight. Uh, for act under pressure, you're able to indeed, for now at least, uh, get him all all tied up and whatnot. He doesn't look like he can stand, at least for now. And he lets you know, like, just just lay me down here. Uh, give me a minute. I, th- I think I'll be fine. You don't see that the bullet jumped out the back. So it's still in there somewhere. Hopefully he didn't bounce around and do too much damage. But it, it doesn't look like it maybe hit his, it might have hit his intestines. You can't 100% tell. You had to do this really hey, quick. Hang on. Was this a shotgun or a regular gun? It was like a shit. What are they called? Um, not 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 pellet slug. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So he's holding on to that, and this will take a minute, Margot, to you know get him wrapped up. And as you are starting to help him, the fatigue's starting to get to you as well, and you're realizing how uh, how hurt you are. Your your wounds they're starting to like pulsate, and you can just feel the heat radiating and pain from them. Uh, Carson, as you're checking out, Jay Stefan is just sitting there on his hands and knees. And you can hear him now bleeding into the dirt. Looks to be him. It does. And he looks around and just says, what have you done? Hmm. Why were you doing it? It, this creature has been bound to my family for, for generations. It, it's been protecting our town. It was killing people. It, it was part of the deal. They, they warned me something worse would happen were it to... Be removed or leave. Yeah, that's how they get you. God, you idiot. And as, as he's sitting here and you're wrapping up Kirk and, you know, checking at yourself, uh, Margot, Jay, you said you're falling just like passed out resting. Basically. Uh, and then Carson, since you are closest to Stefan, uh, what, are you, what are you doing in the meantime? The fallen beast is to your right, Jay's to your left, and Stefan's right in front of you. Does he have a gunshot wound? Stefan? Yeah. Yes, but probably no bullet. I'm going to punch him in the gunshot wound. All right, as you stick him (laughs) right in the arm. Oh, Margo's impressed. I I don't punch him hard. It's already going to hurt. You don't need to hit hard. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I'm not like slugging him. I'm just, you know, hitting him where it hurts. He is is old and uh, yeah, you're literally punching an open wound. Uh, So he howls at that and kind of like falls onto his side. And he looks up at you and says, what are you, what are you planning on doing with me? I'm the village. The village? What about it? I'm the village elder. You can't, you're not going to kill me. Why would I kill you? That's, that's not even why we're here. Oh, it's a good thing. You literally. What? You would have suggested throwing him down the cave. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know about that killing thing, Carson. Look, I don't I'm, think I have to think about this real hard. Uh, Murderers deserve Margo. Worse is that your designation in ICS? Uh, shush, judgment you. giver. Hurry up, pick up Jay, and let's get out of here. Cricking gonna last long. Yeah, we gotta go. Um, however, actually, can I be stabilized when I'm, uh, you know, not fighting, or is that like a? You need to be healed thing. 
So to be stabilized, you either need magic, which we don't have access to. Um, not necessarily a medical kit, but like a full on med unit to sit you down, write, you know, write bones and stitch you up and uh, okay. literally a hospital to become you know, fully fixed the whole you take one extra damage at random. I, I won't be mean with that <laughs> because obviously if you're at six or five, like Margo is, if I keep poking the bear, you literally have to burn luck every time I say that. And that's a bit much, we'll say. Um, so, yes, you are always if something bad happens in danger of furthering your wounds. But you definitely need to go somewhere to get these looked at 100 percent. We have a long walk back too, don't we? You do. Yes. And on the note of the long walk back, uh, Carson, obviously you can help Jay. Margaret, you're helping Kirk. I'm helping Kirk and the old man. Um, I First, though, I want to stash the arm and any other bits and pieces. And I assume we have extra cases for body parts in Kirk's bag. You can definitely do that. Are we leaving all the mirrors and the big mirror behind? That's that's way too much stuff. Yeah, we'll come back for those or okay. leave them here. No, actually, no, we'll leave them here in case another one decides to come I mean, back. We probably need to send back an ICS unit to like check out this cave because, you know, Oh, very true. That is a good point. Yes. So, Margo, you know, cleanup is very much a thing. So you can send a crew in because there's no danger. As long as you promise them there's no danger, they will come in and they will clean all these mirrors up. They'll get everything put away. I can make no such promise. I can say as I long as you don't go into the cave, you're fine. Probably. Yeah, I can say I took care of the main problem. But who knows if there was something else I was completely unaware of. Yeah. I mean, they're, we're going to go back into town before we can do that anyway, because we don't have any soul service here. Yes. <laughs> so we'll leave the mirrors there. I will take the immediate body parts and then I will uh, give Kirk something to rely on. And I'm going to manhandle Stefan so that he can't escape. And I might be a little mean to an old man. Okay, so you're, you're both helping Kirk probably, and Stefan? I can probably uh, still walk, but, you know. I mean, all I got to do is have Kirk lean on me and I just got to yank Steven around by an arm, right? Probably, but uh, as you move towards him, Margo, he crawls away from you and puts a hand out as if to say, like, stay away from me. (laughs) I'm not going to let him kill you, Stefan. Don't worry about it. I probably bought like a bunch of, you know, survival gear, so you can probably rope him up if you want. I will do that. Yes. (laughs) Especially if he's resisting. Don't worry. I'm going to see that you face punishment for this. Punishment from what? From whom? What you was You're a murderer. I didn't know such thing. You're, You're a murderer. Uh, no, I it. I'm murderer. I've, I've not killed anyone. You murderer. You're just repeating yourself, so he's not really sure to say. <laughs> You're very stern, though. Look, look he's an accomplice at at best, so you know. You yeah, have allowed this murder. creature to kidnap and kill people. For their faces. That's pretty messed up. For their faces! You're an accomplice at the very, very least. He doesn't say anything to that. He looks away from you and the creature. And then just says, So what, you're going to tie me up and drag me into town? How will that look? We're not going to drag you. I'm dragging him unless you want willingly. Don't worry, with the nature of our work, your punishment will be carried out in secret. Your image will be spared, to a degree. Uh, he's not sure how to feel about that, so whichever one of you would like to roll to convince you've all thrown something at him. Uh, Carson, I believe you're the best at this, so someone roll to convince. Oh, I'm not going to be able to convince him. Wait, don't I have a... No, I, I'll, con- I'll try convince. You also have the plus one, Carson, if you want to use it. I'm going to use... What? What? That doesn't make any sense. What? Wait a second. Two plus six. Why did it do plus plus one? Plus two what? plus one. Oh, did you type plus one? 
No. I don't know. That that that's that's good though. It's a nine, yeah. Yeah. Well, how did that roll like that? Well, it should be uh eight, nine, ten, eleven, technically. So you nailed it. I don't know what's going on with uh <laughs> That's eleven, yeah. Not sure why that's a zero. Um cool. We we found we've what? we've discovered new math. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> hey kids, did you know two plus six plus two plus plus one is zero? Plus plus one. I don't know. God, I don't understand that at all. I'll found- try better next time. That being said, um Carson, can you stop breaking reality for two seconds? I'm so sorry. I ultimate convince. Yes. Uh, whatever you say to him. I accidentally a, brainwash him. Yeah, for real. Uh, altogether, with everything you guys say in the general situation, he doesn't look like he wants to be brought in, mainly because how's it going to look for him? How's it going to look for you guys, though? You guys are all bloody and beat the shit. You're, gonna, you're bringing in another guy who's shot in the stomach and an old man that doesn't want to come with. It's still midnight, right? You guys arrived at around five, six, and you guys have been here for some time. So I say it's about it's past seven. By the time you get fully back, because it's going to take a while, it's going to be around eight, maybe nine. So not super late, but definitely lights out. I will show him straight into the van. With everything you guys say to him, he's willing. Well, he's going to go willingly with you guys, as opposed to you dragging him, maybe making a bigger scene. And on top of that, he's willing to, you know, maybe help direct and say, like, okay, fine, fine. Uh, if you go this way and this way, people shouldn't see all of us. He's he's trusting you for now because you did punch him in the arm and maybe deep down he feels like he deserves it. So he's not really fighting against that. Uh, he'll come with, though, quietly, mostly. Is Graham still in town? Yes, Graham is definitely still in town. I guess we should bring him with us now. Yeah. I wouldn't normally ask this, but order of operations is a little sloppy here. So Margo and Jay are both a bloody mess. Carson's the cleanest looking we can get to the car. This will take hours <laughs> of walking. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a bit on the way there, Margo. Uh, obviously, you and Jay, if, if the adrenaline wore off before, it's completely gone now. You guys are yeah. head to toe, just pain. Kirk is not doing so good either. Uh, occasionally, he's like, I can walk on my own, Margo. But he has moments of slowing down. You ever been in like a race or a rally? And you just complete run of stamina and you can start to not black out necessarily, but like you think you're going at a good speed and you're just like dragging your feet just like zombie mode. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he hits that occasionally. <laughs> what, what's his name? Um, the prince from Run with the Wind that that run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his version of running, whatever that was in the first part of the show. No, but that wasn't even walking, please. It, it, yeah, it was it was extra effort to uh, move at a snail space. Oh, sorry. At a uh, butterfly space. So no, he was even slower than a butterfly. He was slower than a butterfly. Correct. <laughs> uh, you notice Kirk is fine for a while, but then he just occasionally becomes entirely lethargic and starts dragging his feet almost just like that, moving more than he needs I to. Mean, that's when I help him out. Yeah. And you notice this is happening more and more frequently than you do. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I got this. I got this. But his body just like is, is like no. shutting off. You're suffering from blood loss. We need to hurry up. Yeah. And uh, as you guys go at a, a fairly decent pace, Stefan is also hurt. So he, he's older, too. He can't run. Uh, it takes you guys some time, uh, a little over an hour to get out of the woods. And you for a moment, I think maybe something is still following you. It's dark. You guys have lights, but it's so easy. It's so easy. It lost in the woods. You turn the wrong way once and you could be gone forever. But you guys have been here a couple times before. And eventually. The clearing gives way. 
and your group sees the van. To the van! The other van, right? From uh, ICS? Your van and Kirk's van are close by. Do we want to bring both? I want the fun to tell us. Graham can probably drive that one back, honestly, if he wants to. Okay, and Actually, you might need Graham to drive us. True, that's also true, yeah. Who's going to get Graham? Um, Carson, I guess. No, the least bloody person. The person not leaking everywhere, you mean? Yes. Man, we got a whole ass party now. As you guys arrive, Carson, Graham is waiting for you guys, probably in the room. And you swing wide the doors of Season's Comfort. And Eleanor greets you, but she pauses looking at you because you clearly have some blood on you still. Maybe in locations you didn't check. And she just goes, is everything all right? Where's the rest of your friends? So long story. Uh, not going to get into it right now, but, you know, I'm sure you will figure it out. OK, I'm vague on purpose. She kind of nods at that. Just assuming you're OK. And uh, as you head up, I to, give her a thumbs up. Yeah, she kind of all right, sure. Thumbs up and back to her paper. But she's watching you go up the stairs like, yeah, is that, is that boy all right? Uh, you eventually go to Graham's room and you knock and he very quickly answers. And he looks you up and down. He can see the blood, too, and gives you a look as if to say, are you OK? Mm, it could be worse. Uh, where's everybody? Worse. Uh, well, you know what? Maybe you should just come with us and we'll, like, explain on the way. Yeah, yeah, sure. And you're intent with all this. Are we leaving Galva Hills or are we coming back at some point? Are we checking we out? Get a week of downtown. Yeah, sure. Downtown. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm coming back for a while, at least, probably. All righty. Uh, Graham doesn't really need an explanation. He follows you, Carson, gives a uh, wave to Eleanor, and she kind of waves back. Like, okay, you, where are you guys going at like nine o'clock at night? But whatever. Y'all head out, and we find the uh, appropriate combination of uh, drivers and people in the back after we you know, sit down. We have better materials here with both Kirk and Jay's uh, healing wagons. So you guys are still bleeding. Things are still really bad, but better than they were. And we got the dirt. Oh, it's fine. No. Yeah. We got dirt, we got blood, we got a whole bunch of good stuff. That's what I care about. Indeed. And uh, y'all are just driving back to ICS or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The hospital section of ICS? Hopefully, yes. How convenient. Yeah. That's where uh, Maya and Ivan are. Oh, yeah, it is perfect. And we did bring Have all we like, heard uh, about? the blood and bones and insides of the monster, right? And the dirt. They didn't tell me that I'd gotten a message or anything, had they? Regarding? Ivan. Uh, no, so n- nothing call from there. But you do know tomorrow is probably his last day. Okay. <sighs> what a so, sad fate. So it's late, but you guys are still just driving straight to ICS? Yeah. Might as well. Like Jay I'm at still this feeling point, the adrenaline. Jay at this point is not desperately trying to stay awake, basically, because he knows how things go. I, I so am he's attempting... telling stories. <laughs> I am attempting to uh, keep you involved in these stories as well as Kirk. Uh, yes. So you know that story that I uh, told in the, uh, the recap? Yeah, I love that recap, by the way. Yeah, he would be telling both of you that story. Okay, cool. <laughs> in person. <laughs> and Carson would probably recognize some names. <sighs> well, assuming, how, how well does Carson know, like, the, uh, the mafia? Uh, I mean, I area? have a lot of um, organized crime knowledge. Yeah, then you would probably know, like, the boss that I'm talking about. Uh, was a very, very well-known local mob boss in the area who was 
murdered a couple of years ago, like five years ago, by a uh, one of his underlings, who happens to be the same underling that Jay or has a vendetta against Jay in oh. his own car. Uh-huh. And you would also know this: he was murdered in his own car, his favorite car, a black Buick Riviera. Wait a second. <laughs> that was. This is a little. I've, are you explaining this to me, or...? Sure, if you ask questions, I'll explain how things happened. Yeah, I will. And then I'll probably be like, oh my god, so that's what happened. Yeah. Like, Jay basically, after the murder of the guy, when Jake got out of prison around that time, he went back to, like, a police auction and bought the car after it was uh, refurbished. Oh, that is just evil. But, yeah. like, I mean, not in a bad promise- way. He did promise to give it to me once he kicked the bucket, so I didn't expect it to be this soon. <laughs> this was also the same car that he stole, by the way, with all the drugs in it. Oh my god, you're just... Yeah. Well? And that was the end of my, well, renowned career. I guess we've definitely uh, taken some different steps. Yeah, you could say that. For lack of a better explanation. I'm going to have to think on that. And while you guys are driving, it's definitely some way. So Jay telling the story can help uh, both keep up spirits and keep you guys distracted. Uh, we're definitely in both vehicles, so we're, we're split in whatever way makes the most sense. Uh, but while, while you're talking, Jay, during any downtime or pauses, maybe before you elaborate too far in your story, as Carson's asking a question, you hear in the back of your mind just scratching at you. Don't fall asleep. Keep talking. Keep talking. Stay awake. Just urging you. I know. By the way, how long did you know? I'll ask my pocket watch. That uh, Stefan was lying to us. It doesn't answer in words, but it it didn't actually know. I was going to go with it did know. Because I noticed something which follows into the feat I'm getting. Or the ability that I'm getting. Okay, what's up with that? I'm going to get the ability that makes it impossible for people to lie to me. Oh, nice. Well, which one's that? Uh, I think it's a... Was it a mundane one or a challenge one? I can't remember what his name was. I've considered that one. That one's useful. Yes. So basically, like, the idea that I had is... Um, the way Jake does, like, the pit locking with his watch is that he basically is able to feel the, the lock that he's picking, the frequency or whatever you want to name it. And he noticed during like the talk with Stefan and all that that he can also do that with people. So he can feel their well, emotional states or their heartbeats, I guess. Okay. I'll have to double check the exact phrasing on that to make sure it's not just... Is it just one sentence if people can't lie to you or does it elaborate at all? It's specifically, well, humans, I think. Uh, if they lie to you, you know. Very interesting. All right, well, we'll definitely look at that. I like that, though. That's solid. It definitely falls into maybe maybe it had its suspicions, but it wasn't hundred percent sure. It was waiting for that like one more piece of the puzzle to fall into place to verify that yeah, he was not necessarily like full of shit, but keeping things from you guys. But we didn't have exactly the best roles running through his house, so <laughs> yeah, we, we we kind of suspected it already. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like this is the reason why he suggested breaking into his house because he probably was lying. Uh, then yeah, after after some time, you guys eventually leave the woods. Uh, you re-enter primary town, and we have cell service again. Ain't that quaint? 
technology once again blesses us. Any texts? Oh, how I've missed you. <laughs> or images you've been sitting uh, on, Margo. They all send. It's called suspicious mind of the flake. If someone lies to you, you know it. Very cool. Going into all that. We're seemingly safe. Uh, the ICS medic unit is not really too far away from where we are now. Uh, as mentioned before, we've collected all the dirt, viscera, whatever we need. Margaret, you're able to scoop it up uh, while you were near the cave with Kirk. You were also near the corpse of the thing, so that wasn't really too hard. Uh, Carson, were you near it as well? You probably could have helped with that too. And Kirk was kind of just doing his job. So you <laughs> uh, what are we doing with Stefani? Are we dragging him in the building with us or? I'm not going to drag him. I'm, I... going, I'm going to drag him. No, I slap your hands. Fine. I'll go get uh, whoever takes care of bad people. Look, that's fine. I just don't, you know. I mean, we're at an ICS hospital. They can come pick him up. It's fine. No mercy for old men because just because they're old. It's not mercy. It's wanting to keep him relatively, you know, okay so that he can face justice appropriately. All right, that's fair. I'm just saying. All right, well, he'll come along, but he has no idea what's going on at this point. However, He's... if he doesn't face justice, like, you're allowed to do whatever. I know Ooh. that I, you know, I know Ooh. I was complaining that you weren't allowed to mete out justice. Ooh, I like uh, it. I like this. But, guy. you know, it's a gray area. I can compromise. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, we're introducing Graham to the world of ICS because I still think he has some magic in him. Oh, I wasn't the only one that would do that. Good. The magic yeah. of friendship. Yeah, I was going to suggest to him a uh, career change. I'm, we were like all on the same page. A paper pusher for uh, ICS or something. Uh, yeah, just to get started. Yeah. I'm, I mean, he's definitely interested in it. Definitely. We'll and after seeing us all, all bloodied up, he's going to know how dangerous it is, too. Yeah, well, this probably makes it easy for ICS to keep an eye on him as well, because there's definitely something weird about him. Yes. Uh, and as you guys are probably thinking that, you probably would discuss this at some point. We bring everybody in. We have all the stuff that we need. And they let your group know instantly, hey, Ivan's, he's not going to make it. Like, we've we've kind of left him to the room. He's been waking up, screaming, sleeping. Do you have the stuff? Uh, yeah, I'll whip it out. All right, excellent. Uh, they want to keep you guys outside the room just because what they're going to do is going to be, well, not... Uh, you're, you're already not looking good, so <laughs> Margo and Jay, they can throw you guys to a separate room, and Carson, you're, for the most part, fine. Uh, Kirk is not <laughs> fine, so realistically, they're tossing kind of all of you in here, uh, just, just to get looked up, to get fixed up, and all that good stuff. And uh, Carson, Stefan, Graham, they have Stefan somewhere where it's not like, hey, you're under arrest, but like you're, you're probably not leaving. Just just chill here for a while. We'll talk to you, uh, you know, when we get the chance. Don't worry. They're being really nice as to not freak him out. They're also being nice to Graham as well, saying thank you for helping, blah, 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 you know, et cetera, et cetera. Just the usual bullshit. And uh, as you guys are kind of all uh, relaxing, Margot, they, you know, throw you on a table and then they, oh, my God, you are just beat the shit with hell having you and Jay saying like, dear God, what you guys do? Oh. oh, just the usual. They're used to this, but uh, you, you, Margo, as they're kind of like stripping you and checking and whatnot, they notice that cut on your leg. The scab is way worse. It's like twice as big as you last saw it. Uh, is it itching? It is. After everything is stopped, Margo? Yeah, it's it's definitely, definitely getting itchy. You're able to resist. Whoa. Wait. So wait, 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 wait. You mean it's still itching after we've killed the creature? Uh, for oh, now, it yeah. It might be one of those cases where, you know, it might not be killable technically or... Mm, I mean, it, it could be an infection, too. 
I mean, there's also the fact that they said that there might be something worse in that forest, so you never know. That is a good point. Uh, so, with all that, Jay, fortunately you don't have this weird scab rot. Everybody else does, though, so yay, fun for everyone. What? Carson doesn't have it. I'm joking. I mean, you have it. Ivan has it. Maya has it. It's going around. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'll pass on the scab rot. Good, good. That's, that's, that's a solid plan. Uh, Margo, for you specifically, while you were leaving uh, Lobot Gosh and Galva Hills, that calling, whether it was violent or whether it was genuine, that urge to just have you is gone. You know that Ivan was screaming he has to go back to the woods. Now, maybe when you pass by the room, he's just freaking out. Regular freak out. I mean, it probably hurts. Yes. Uh, almost as if he's finally come to, but his body just can't really handle what's going on. So they're doing their absolute best to peel back the scab, do what they can, find the original location where it was, and, you know, pray that whatever you guys brought, some of the blood, some of the mud, they slap it on there, they seal it with the leaves. They did that for you as well, Margo. Your cut's not, your cut's pretty long, so those, they need a decent amount. Uh, Maya's isn't too bad, but yeah, they, they throw you down, they strip you of that area, they clean you up, get you all stitched up and everything. I don't know how you fixed getting punched in the throat, but <laughs> they do their best for that. And they just throw what they can, this, this new like medical mixture on the wound. They patch it with leaves, and hopefully this is enough to make it go away. Uh, basically, Margo, don't move, don't do anything. They further seal that in like a cast so you can't touch it. Uh, for Ivan, they just have him knocked out, and they're hopefully this will stop whatever it is, even though it's covered his whole body. And then Maya, hers is on like her arm, so they're hoping it stops there as well. Um, they're gonna insist that Margot, Kirk, and Jay obviously stay the night as it's already fairly late and just relax. Jay is uh, abusing the morphine. That yeah, they, they you know what they don't mind. Have some fun. Yeah, I'm gonna cool. Just passed out. Have fun in La La Land, basically. So for yeah. both. Margo. I mean, this is a great time if you want to ask Jay some questions because he's just going to answer them. Oh he's my! Just talking at this point. Uh, initially, for this first night, they're going to insist that you're all in separate rooms just to be safe. Yeah, that's fine. And then they'll put you guys in your own room. They they're not sure if when this thing dies, something spreads. They don't want Margot transforming into something. You've seen weird shit before, Margot. After the creature dies, you know. Oh no, you become the next oh, creature. Oh yeah, no, it's totally cool. Yeah, they're not messing with that shit. So just in case, overnight, who knows what the moon's doing right now? Who knows what the tides are doing? Like, is Mars in a retrograde? I don't know. Stay in a room. Uh, um, actually, in that case, I'm definitely going to call Maverick. Like, yeah, you're more than welcome to. They don't they don't mind that. Fortunately, there's cell service here. Weird, right? So Margo's good. Uh, Jay's good. The two of you can unmark unstable. Yay, I'm not dying anymore. And not anymore. All three of you can heal one. Uh, and they have an area kind of for waiting, effectively. Uh, so Carson, you would be with Stefan and Graham there, kind of just hanging, uh, relaxing, just sort of doing your thing. And, and if there's anything you want to discuss, Carson, you can, or we can just roll over to the next day. Your choice. Uh, I guess I'm going to sit there and I'm gonna be like, well, if you got anything good to say, now's the time to say it. Besides, like, reiterating what you said before? Yeah. Of, like, what are you guys going to do? I was a town elder. You, new people come in. I suddenly go missing. Like, what, 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 what? Like, does he not remember any of that, or does he just choose not to care about it? Stefan? Yeah. Oh, no, he, he remembers. He, half does of him... He know... Sorry, does go he on. he remember all the people disappeared, though? Oh, do you, you want to ask that? Yeah, I thought that's what I was asking. Oh, okay, sorry, I thought you meant, do I remember the incident? Yeah, I didn't get that either. Oh, no, I meant, like, does he remember the people who disappeared? As you asked that, he's, you know, 
sitting in his chair and he's silent to himself. They've already kind of nursed his smaller wounds. Uh, and then to. Oh, I definitely got my silver knife back, by the way. Oh, of course, of course. It was firm, you know, lodged very, very firmly to one of his shoulders. And he was shot on the other shoulder. Perfect. And they let you know after they fix up Stefan. Maybe you overhear it, Carson. Like, how weird. This looks like a bullet wound, but there's no bullet. That's crazy. Couldn't have bounced out. Very strange. Whatever. And uh, as you ask him, does he remember, like, the people? He just kind of thinks to himself for a moment. I remember most of them, yes. Some of their photos are on my walls. I, I believe you would have seen them. Their names are still in the ledgers. I don't know them all by name, no. They're in the ledger, though. Yes, they should be. So you keep a record of everybody that the creature takes? Uh, well, we have the same record that you all signed your name in. Same with uh, you, Graham. As he nods and Graham's looking at him like, wait, hold up. What? You and... need to tell me that every person who comes through that hotel is taken? No, no, no. It it feeds when it wishes to, when it needs to. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you figured out what you needed to figure out when you did, as you clearly know what you're doing, so I have no reason to hide anything from you. I assume this is, what, where you work? Yep. Well, all I know... Where we stop people from being murdered by, you know, crazy creatures. He slowly nods at that. And, you know, I won't excuse myself. What I did, what was done, I understand. I get it. But I didn't choose. It chose. I don't know its methods. I'm not even sure if my father knew the methods. All I know is it was meant to protect our town. Does From what? It, I don't know. There's no record? How do you not know it was lying to you? My father said that were it to perish, our bloodline would as well. I don't know if I'll be long for this world. <laughs> And he's just kind of staring at the wall. I got nothing. A ask him about Finn. Yeah, I'll ask him about Finn. I mean, Graham has his a picture right there. Yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll ask him about it. Graham goes to show him the picture, and, and as you're going to ask, Carson, Graham asks the same thing. Basically saying, wait, what the hell? Hold up. You remember everybody, but you don't remember this guy? And then you ask as well, and he looks at the photo and says, I don't know why you keep showing me this boy. I've, I've never seen him before. He did not visit Galva Hills with you, uh, Graham, right? Was, yes, he came with me. It was just the two of us. There's no way. You can't remember all of them and not him. That's impossible. And he, he takes a step back. Like, all right, chill. Like, I, I don't know. Um, God? Yes. When he said the ledger, do you mean the one that they, the, the guest sign in? Yes, everyone signed their name in there, but he specifically said not everyone was taken. The beast just chooses at random every every year, every five years. He doesn't know why it chooses. It just does. So, so Finn went missing for a completely unrelated reason. Yeah, but that was to be expected, honestly. Um, yes and no. Oh, poor Graham. Um, yeah, I think he's definitely going to get hired by CS because he <laughs> I would be desperate if I were in Graham's position right now. Graham is looking at him like, son of a bitch, what? I want to be angry. I mean, I'm angry at you, but I want to be more angry at you because you made my friend go missing, but you didn't. Yeah, I mean, this is technically good news. <laughs> at I least he didn't still be alive. Yeah, he didn't become mush on the on the cave wall. Actually, did Carson share with us the fact that like uh, Graham basically said he he feels like he doesn't belong here? Yeah, I would. I mean, oh, 
Maybe you really don't belong here, as in you're from a different place. I don't know, I've been watching a lot of like weird shows about dimensions lately. Maybe. Maybe there's uh, a world where Finn is still alive and you disappeared instead. A convergence. If you were to mm-hmm. if you were to tell him that, he'd be like, "What the shit?" Okay, I'm not okay. sure. As, as as he says that, Jay faces out of reality again and just like falls asleep. <laughs> Definitely gives him something to think about. Uh, but yeah, o- over the night, basically, Carson. There's rooms for guests where you, Stefan, and Graham can all sleep separate. They'll keep an eye on Stefan. You don't need to worry about that. He ain't going anywhere. In case he, you know, last second wants to run away. And uh, other than that, if you have any more questions, Carson, we can roll over to the next day where Margaret is hopefully cured. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just roll over to the next day. I mm. assume was you would tell me if there was more information we could have gotten from Stefan, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, like I mentioned, you know, in, in our other game, which is very investigation heavy, if there's something I'll have him say, I'll just have him say it. Um, if you don't question, I'm not going to have him just randomly start talking, of course. But yeah, I'm, I'm not going to hide anything from you guys, especially at the, at the end of the case. If there's something specific you want to know, uh, definitely ask it now. Otherwise, you know, they're going to handle him. So basically, though, the the takeaway here is that Stefan's family for generations have been allowing this creature to take people at random from the hotel that's built in the town. Yes. Um, and Graham's friend Finn while he disappeared in an untimely kind of way probably is not, is not related is not connected to the creature is correct. that all correct correct everything that okay. the creature took he, still exists yeah the okay. only correlation is that Finn did get scratched and that's about it yeah that's about it okay so he might be you know screaming in a different universe about going back to the forest but he can't I mean, do we know anything about is is that a thing that that exists in this universe? They will not discount anything just in case I believe in aliens. Yeah, Margo, you probably haven't run anything along those lines yet, but ICS will not discount anything. All right. Just in case. They never want to say that definitely couldn't happen and then it happens and we go, "Oops." Oops. Yeah, that's not um, fun. Well, on that case, in that case, um yeah, as long as that's where we're up to, I'll just let it go to the next day. All right, perfect. And we wake tomorrow. It's nice and early. Uh, Margo, you got this horrible, as you wake, it's horrible, like, scratching sensation on your leg, and it's just so, ah, it's so itchy, it feels awful. Um, Rather than scratching, I resist by screaming very loud. Uh, you scream very loud, and the nurses come in like, what? Please make it stop itching. They are you like showing them your leg or? Yeah, I'm pointing at it. Yeah, they point to the cast. They say, "Yeah, it's it's a cast. It probably just itches." Don't scream! Oh my god! And they... <laughs> I'm not very grumpy. <laughs> okay, you kind of freaked them out. So they come over and they like, all right, all right, all right, chill, chill, chill. Like you're good. Hey, I mean, at least you don't feel compulsed to itch, right? Anything itchy, you're compulsed to itch. No weird dream either. So there's that. And after a ooh, second, ooh, ooh, that is a good thing. Yeah, they they like, all right, calm down, Margo, Jesus. And they slowly cut it open. And as they do, oh, fresh air finally hits your leg. And you've, you've had this thing wrapped up for a couple nights, so that that's not a fun sensation. And, ah, oh, relief. Oh, the smell. Doesn't smell great, but the relief. It doesn't smell great for multiple reasons, because A, cast. B, 
you literally rub the blood and mud of the creature into the wound and then slap some leaves on it. So that's not. Yeah, yeah. Don't remind me. Not great. Let me go into detail, actually. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sweet. Please. No. <laughs> Uh, actually, I, I recorded a fun, um, accurate sound. If you want me to play that real quick for you guys. Um, are you serious? No, I'm joking. Imagine. <laughs> I would, I would believe you would do it, Bun. I, I have things planned, but not that. Um, <laughs> I know you're not a huge fan of sounds. So, <laughs> regarding that, Margo, you look down, and it's just a cut. After they clean away all the gunk, just a cut, no scab, and it itches. But hey, only itches. That worked really well. It only inches because there was garbage on it. All right. Well, uh, wait. So once they clean it up, it doesn't itch anymore. A little. I, but... Is it? Is it's the normal healing itch? Yeah, the normal healing itch. Excellent. So how's Ivan? They look at you as if to say oh, it's going to be a little more complicated, but he's going to need a couple days. It's it, over his entire body. But Here's he is a... healing. They show you to the room. Uh, they actually wake up. Well, they're going to keep Kirk down because his wound's pretty bad. Uh, Jay, yours is also very, very bad, but they can they can get you up and they can call Carson. Uh, I, I'm not going anywhere. Trust me. I have yeah. morphine. Yeah, oh, that's very you can chill in your bed if you want. Uh, those of you that are, you know, in this world, in this realm, they uh, let you know, as long as I'm drugged off your ass, that Ivan's not dead. He's mostly stabilized. But when he does wake, the screams are just, dear God, what? Once again, just for you, Mark, I won't go into detail, but his hands are scabbed. So if he were to squeeze them, it just rips them all open. That's not great. Ouchie. So, yeah. And he's freaking out and moving, and they're not sure if this is just, it'll go away, if it will retract, if he'll grow new skin, how long he had this for, is it permanent? Who knows? He sells his face, though, so yeah. I mean, he has a very long healing time, definitely. Right. But, most importantly... At least he's still alive. They thought he would have expired. Bingo. And, and he hasn't expired? He is indeed still alive. They think it's working. They're going to slowly peel back the scab and apply... <laughs> Yeah, no. Apply what they can to the wound and keep doing it and to other areas as well, hoping it will cure him along with everything else they have. You know, we're super busy, but we're good. And as they're telling you about uh, Ivan and his hopefully good future, uh, you guys see someone walk up behind you and she says, well, hello, everyone. And you turn to see Maya. Oh, how's she hey, doing? What's your hand. She holds her hand up and waves it at you, and there's a band-aid on it. You know, band-aid, like, like a gauze. But no crazy scab up to her elbow. She's smiling oh, widely. I'm so glad. I don't know what y'all did, but good job. She's a good kid. I'm glad that, uh, glad she's getting better. I think they want to look at me for one more day. But other than that, uh, it's nice just to have this nasty scratch. It's going to scar, but that's fine. Better that than I lose my whole arm, right? Uh, yeah, I, you know, you could come up with a cool story for it. Oh, you bet your ass I will. I mean, you know, there's always that. And she, she smirks at that. Uh, Graham's kind of hanging nearby you all. And like I mentioned, Kirk is definitely still uh, down for the count. He was indeed uh, shot, but things are looking upward. He's not going to die, but he's not, he's not doing good. Uh, other than that, though, uh, Graham looks at you all and says, all right, so what are we doing about the old man? Like, does ICS arrest him, or...? Um, I assume they filled us in about Finn, right? They? Uh, uh, Carson? Filled in, filled you, wait, I, I, I am, filled you I am, in about Yeah, what? well, what the old man said. I am out of the room, right? Oh, yeah, I definitely say that. And I do make a point to talk about the fact that Finn's disappearance does not seem to be related. I, I am out of the room, right? You were when they initially had the conversation, but Carson would have caught you up. Okay. And then, 
don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just weird. Well, <laughs> it means our job's not done as far as your request, Graham. Slow nod. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he asks you again, Margo, like, basically, what are you doing with Stefan? Is he going to get arrested? Are you guys going to like, <laughs> like, what's what's the deal? You said he has pictures on of all the missing people on his walls, right? Yeah, you all saw them. So we can pin these murders directly on him. <laughs> what a creep, like a serial killer. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure ICS will deal with them. Yeah. There's also still more go- more going on there, so, you know. Yeah, he's going to be, he's probably going to be tried as a murderer, and uh, they'll take it from there. That's That's out of my jurisdiction. But he's lucky he's still alive, as far as my jurisdiction goes. That's an acceptable yeah, answer for now. ICS needs to be sent there to like check things out and see what the hell is going on. And they also there's also still a machine under his building, whatever the hell that was. Yes. So. Oh yeah. Did we ever get a reply for that? No, there's no reply. I mean, ICS can check it out, see what it does. I guess. I mean, that's definitely up their alley. If we ever do get a reply, I'll know for sure. Indeed. Uh, they can, of course, have, them, have someone come in and uh, like I mentioned before, Margo, basically boring cleanup job. That's not you. You're not boring cleanup. Boring cleanup is uh, collecting all the mirrors and throwing them away and sweeping up the blood. And if there's a corpse, throwing the corpse away, unless the corpse was somewhere very specific, like in the middle of the town, that's on you. But if it's somewhere really far away, wedged into the, uh, the jungle or a desert or something, they'll handle it as long as you definitely killed it. Oh, I do need to go back to town to deliver the pu- sack of puppies. <laughs> You want to snare drop them? Wait, huh? wait, what? what? You're going to go in as an advocate for pup? Yeah, I'm going to train, uh, sh- sorry, show everyone how great puppies are. Excellent. How are you doing in that? In fact, I need the cutest puppies that my brother can find. That was my criteria. Well, you asked him a few days ago, so he was able to do so. The, the entire town has now, now has mandated puppies. <laughs> Do you are you doing this today or? I'm, I'm, I figure I can do it in a couple days. I got to heal a little. Okay, fair enough. Also, if I need to re-deliver Stefan myself, like they're gonna let an old man walk free, I guess I could bring him along. Okay. And as you guys are talking about puppies and talking about like what are we gonna do with this guy and whatnot, uh, another nurse walks from a room down the way to your group, kind of discussing things outside of Kirk and uh, Ivan's room, and he gives you all a wave and goes, uh, "Hello, hello! You're all the group that brought in the older gentleman, correct?" Yeah, that's us. Was there something wrong with him? Was he? Uh, he was somehow tied to the beast we murdered, killed, disposed of. Right. I, I know your job functions, Margaret. You don't need to worry too much about the phrasing. It's dead. <laughs> Nod. Uh, was he a key witness of anything or? There was a little more. Not more than just a key witness. Yeah. He wasn't accomplice, technically. Technically. They nod slowly. In fact, apparently his he said his house is filled with the pictures of the people who were taken. All right. Well, I guess it's a good thing you got some information out of him because, uh, well, we checked on him this morning and he didn't wake up. Uh, it seems he died last night. Uh, well, he said that might happen, too. Yeah, we he can't died. Really, yeah, we uh, we just got through uh, giving him the, the look over. We can't necessarily determine what killed him. It's just like his heart stopped. He said the life force was connected to the creature. His, ah. Does he have any children? Uh, Stefan did not have any children that you knew of. Okay. 
Well, look into that, man. Uh, you mentioned that, and they kind of like leave a note of like, okay, you know, if there's <laughs> if he has offspring that were in Galpa Hills, it probably know. doesn't matter though. I think the creature would be connected to them as well. Yeah, I mean, it was connected to his family. So. Yeah, but I mean, they're probably dead if there are any. Maybe. Unless maybe they're connected to like, alive somehow. like like another species. Uh, sorry, another same creature somewhere else. Yeah, hmm. I guess we'll find out. And so he gives a nod at that and then motions to your group and says, well, it's a good thing you got the information while he was still with us, at least. We'll do what we can with that. Uh, the story might be kind of hard to throw together. I, I heard that. Where, where'd you guys go to? The Galva Hills or something? Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of in the middle of nowhere, so hopefully they take whatever story we feed them. But uh, thank you all. Just I'm, put, put them back in bed. I don't know. I had a heart attack while I was sleeping. Yeah, well, I guess that works. We'll figure things out, though. I mean, his mate is probably going to be in, have an issue with that. I mean, make it quick so she doesn't freak out that much. It's a while's off. So, yeah, we're, we're going to work as quickly as we can. Uh, obviously, there's a note left that you left some things behind, but we'll take care of those mirrors and such. That's not really too much of a problem. Good job, all. And they sort of nod and turn about, go back to the room. Uh, and with that, everything so far seems to be uh, just fine. Scab is no longer... You know, uh, freaking out and trying to spread itself to locations it should not be. Uh, Margo, though, now that you're back with civilization, you notice that you missed a, a fair handful of calls. From who? I believe it was mentioned before uh, in the same area. At least I'm pretty sure I mentioned this. Uh, there was someone that was supposed to be nearby that could have looked into this. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, ICS sent an agent named uh, Joe Truman. He was deployed in the general area. And he, well, we don't, we don't know, legit, no idea. The dude's somewhere doing something. So uh, Joe Truman was supposed to speak with Graham, not you guys, but he was busy. I thought he disappeared. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Waifu's notes, too. His name is the first thing there. There you go. He called you a couple times. Uh, you notice he called you while you were in Galva Hills, but while you were also out, he called you uh, again. Did he leave any messages? He did leave a message basically saying like, hey, Margo, Margo, hey, Margo. And uh, a lot of them didn't really make any sense. It was almost like he didn't mean to leave a message of like, you literally get one of like, why isn't she answering? And then he just hangs up. And there finally is one of like, oh, yeah, I can leave a message. Duh. Essentially says like, the second you get this, uh, call me back. I have something I, I need to show you. Uh, we'll call him back right now. Okay. Uh, as you do, it rings and rings and rings and rings. Uh, it's relatively early. And you hear it answered. And then fumbling with the phone. And then a second later you go, Ooh, ah, yes, hello? Uh, hey, Joe, it's Margo? Margo, finally you've answered me. How you doing? I'm good. Sorry about that. We were in an area with no reception. Tough shit that happens all the time. I assume everyone made it out with all their limbs? Well, mostly. Excellent. Have you uh, finished that case or you free? Well, see, the thing is, you sent us to help Graham Faulkner, right? Yeah, his is unresolved, but we did solve another one. Oh, excellent, excellent. I, I got a call about uh, some kid named Graham, but y'all filled that in? You got that taken care of? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's going. Going. <laughs> going is always good. Going is fantastic. Uh, well, uh, my little, uh, <laughs> my little job is definitely going as well. It's... Uh, was a little more complicated than uh, initially perceived from the outside. That uh, is pretty typical, yeah, yeah. Very typical for our jobs. You are entirely correct. As sharp as a razor you are. <laughs> but <laughs> I believe I've blown something wide open. 
and I want you to be there. I'm listening. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I just need you to meet me somewhere. Um, I've been, oh, lordly, 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 neck deep in notes and papers and uh, talking and, uh, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I don't know if ICS has anything nice to say about me, but I do show results. I do get things done. I'm just about finished, but I want you to overlook my notes with me to make sure everything's fine. Uh, I can be a little scatterbrained at times, but, you know, I'm still working here, doing my thing. I figured you can maybe help me a little. Sure. I do love papers. Perfect. It's just basic shit. I want to make sure everything makes sense. Uh, you got some some uh, like backup with you, some friends that can come out too, probably. Yep. Cool. Cool. I intentionally took this one alone. Maybe it might have been a mistake. There's a lot of information to go through. It really shouldn't be too hard. But <laughs> I found uh, a certain individual that gave me way more information than I was expecting. I mean substantially more pretty fantastic if I'm being entirely honest I just need to meet with him kind of you know seal the deal finish things off I'll detail things when you uh, <laughs> when you meet me uh, where are you guys right now uh, ICS headquarters hospital. oh oh yeah oh you're all in one piece yeah I already asked that right yeah you did perfect okay cool well bring you and all your pieces uh, weirdly enough, <laughs> uh, near that apartment, I'm literally five, ten miles from that area. I just couldn't take the case. The, Graham's apartment? Yeah, yeah. I was in the area. So, uh, I mean, should I bring Graham? Eh, no, probably not. You, can, you tr can you trust him? I'm pretty sure he's got some magic in him. Perfect. I don't know how that works, but you're more than welcome to bring him. I won't stop you. Uh, I, like you know, I said, honestly, I do kind of trust him. Out of game. I kind of trust him. Yeah, I do. I do like Graham. Perfect. All right. Well, I mean, he's never lied to us. If you trust this individual, yes. He, he's he's also been very obedient when we need him to be, which is useful. Perfect. Lucky. Uh, excellent. I'll go ahead and text you the da, 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 upside down. Okay. Oh, I, I'm awake. <laughs> All right. I'll text you the address. Uh, meet me there. And uh, don't wear anything too flashy, I guess. Like, stay, stay chill. Stay relaxed. Oh, yeah. But you know me, don't you? Yeah. Honestly, I, I think that what's his face, Graham and this guy would get along perfectly. Both yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> Does this have anything to do with Graham's case? This should be entirely separate. Um, then we can leave Graham behind. I mean, you could make it as make it as his internship. Yeah, that's true. We could we could do that. I guess, I guess we'll have to ask if he's actually interested in exploring the greater options in the world. Uh, so you're basically going to ask if he wants to come with? Sure. Okay, we can definitely do that. Uh, you guys basically tell ICS, hey, we're peacing out. We got something to look at real quick. And they're like, sure, go nuts. Uh, how many go days nuts. of rest have we gotten at this point? <laughs> uh, just one. You guys got this call, or I guess Margo called back relatively early. Yeah, yeah we can also Depending on how heavy this is going to be, Jay might be like, uh, I'm going to peace out for a bit because I'm broke. I, I mean, we only killed it yesterday, so that's how much time yeah. has passed. Yeah, if, 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 if any of you want to like stay behind, like chill eyes, yes, go back home. He only asked for Margo. You don't have to come with. Yeah. Like Jay would probably stay behind in the hospital and like spend some days revalidating. Okay, we can definitely do that. Rehabilitating, that's the word. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Healing! Okay, we can definitely do that. Margo and Carson, if your name is pro properly. I almost said uh, good old Cargo and Marson. Cargo and Marson. Cargo Newm. All right. I think I already made the joke. It was not funny this time. All right. 
<laughs> I guess Margot, since this is kind of your thing, what do you? <laughs> why are you asking him to come with? What are you, what are you telling him? So, Graham, your uh, your request isn't resolved. Unfortunately, there is something much bigger going on with with your friend Finn, and uh, I'm pretty sure there's something special about you. So, would you be interested in perhaps joining ICS? Joining your company? Yeah, we deal with the weird and unusual. Before I say yes or no, what's ICS stand for? Incursion Containment Sector. That sounds pretty spooky. We do it's a spooky weird things. weird shit for yeah, weird people. Do you see these injuries? Some of the stuff we deal with are not very nice. He pauses a second, holding his finger up. He's like, it- Now, you don't have to deal with what I deal with. I like the adrenaline rush. But you could just be a desk junkie. That was my question. Cool. I was about to say, are you asking me to join the field and maybe die with you? Because maybe, but less on the dying part. Remember the whole blood stays on the inside thing? Uh, no, I totally agree, but you can't help it sometimes. This is very true. Saving the day and all that. I'll consider it. I kind of have, I don't hate my job. Um, all right. Well, in uh, that case, I've been called away to look through some paperwork. Would you like to experience what the desk part of this job might involve? I got an eye for detail. I can come with, sure. All right, cool. Let's go. Alrighty. Uh, which vehicle are we jumping in, Margo? Mine. The really gaudy one? Oh, yes. All right, so Carson, Margo, and Graham, you all hop into the Margo mobile, and we head to the address given to us. As I mentioned, it's about five, ten minutes from Serene Falls, relatively close to where we are now, actually, and it doesn't really take you too long to get there. Uh, you know, Margo, that... Uh, this dude, uh, Joe, he's he's worked with you guys, you know, quite a few times. He's he's not some newbie. Uh, you've definitely worked with him a couple times. He tends to go off alone too frequently, not because he's a lone wolf. Maybe he just forgets. I'm like, no, nah, I can handle it. And then no, uh, but he has a he, he overestimates himself very much. So, yes, uh, he I'd say he probably joined not around the same time you did. So you're definitely senior to him. Uh, damn, he's been around a long time, though. Yeah, he's definitely been in this agency for quite some time. And that's probably where he gets the I got this mentality from he he's he's gone shooting with you uh are, are you one to go for drinks and go out for like eating with compatriots or you're very do you stick to yourself uh, a bit of both i think it depends on my mood okay well if the mood ever were to take you uh joe's definitely the kind of person to invite himself but in terms of like training on site he he will basically join you and others whether you want him to or not so that's the kind of guy he is <laughs> okay yeah uh but if you're like hey I'm, I'm gonna head home and you say no to drinks he'll be like oh sweet great i'll just I'll drink alone. Uh, the usual. Anyway. Depressing. Oh, screams the void. Uh, so doesn't take you too long to get here. And uh, Graham kind of goes from all right, all right, to ooh, growing excitement levels. I'm like, OK, OK, you get, to, you get to see how the real business works. And you indeed eventually arrive. You're near what seems to just be realistically just a bunch of buildings. One's probably an apartment complex. The other one's a multi-floored. Just business, you know, your usual you know, pizza, fortune tellings, just, you know, the, the random like, oh, yes, floor three is the blank. Very similar. Not the same building, of course, but very similar to the one that you guys went in that Graham went to for a psychic training. If you guys recall that building, just, you know. Oh, that's where we're going. You're going to a building very similar to that one. OK. Yes. And as you guys kind of pull up, you guys are parking basically behind this building. If you've ever been the downtown, this it, this area has a very, very downtown feel. And this little parking zone, since you guys are early, is relatively empty. But there's like a dance club nearby. There's, there's all this stuff. 
Um, but particularly, he's standing near an alleyway that leads basically between all these buildings. As you kind of pull up, he waves you guys down. You park. You pop out of your car. And he just comes over to you, Margo, and goes, Hey, hey Margo, how are things? Hey, Joe, everything's good. Perfect, perfect. And who do we have joining us today? This is Graham and Carson. You've met Carson before. Excellent, excellent. Carson, nice to see you again. And uh, Graham, yeah. new. Is he new to the force? Or, like, what are we doing here? We're recruiting him. Recruitment trial. Perfect. Love that answer. Excellent. Well, Graham, buddy. And he sends his hand. Graham's like, hey, what's up, dude? And they, they shake hands. Says, perfect, perfect. We're here to show you kind of how things play out. Is he looking for field? He looks, he looks pretty fit. Is he more of a field guy or like a desk uh, jockey? Uh, we're going to start with desk work for now. All right, desk jockey it is. There is no shame in that, my friend. There's a lot to do, and a lot of it's just piecing things together. I tend to do both. Not the best idea. What sleep? Let's get going. And he mm. smiles, turns around, points to the alleyway, and then pauses and goes, ah, yep, the important thing. Forgot about that. That was just Margo. I'm meeting with my... Pauses for another moment. Turns around. Turns back around. Checks his watch. I'm meeting with my informant. I found this dude. Weird as shit. I know y'all have seen weird people before. This dude's super weird. He's real hush-hush. But... I have been able to get so much information out of this guy. He is just a faucet. I don't know if he knows what he's telling me or if he's full of shit. I got no idea. But this dude is just a sponge and I'm squeezing him dry. So this should be my my last ish meeting with him. He tends to repeat himself. So are we allowed to join this? Is he isn't he going to be skittish? Correct. You'll be very skittish. So, huh? There's somewhere y'all can hide. Uh, fortunately, you probably haven't been back here. I haven't been back here, but this is where I've been meeting him. There's a whole bunch of like the I don't, I don't know who designed this place, but the alleyways kind of go through all the way. Some of the buildings are too close together and he points down the alleyway and you can see one sharply turns to the right. But going straight between these two buildings, the gap between the alley is literally like half an inch. And he's like, I, I don't know if you're supposed to like, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing there. Why not make the buildings touch? Weird, right? Anyway, this whole back area looks like that. So, folk don't tend to come back here. There's no trash, there's no doors. Alleyway, I don't know, whatever. I didn't design it. City planners, they have jobs, I guess. So. Does he come from a specific direction every time? Yes, he comes from the opposite direction. By comes, I mean he's just kind of there. I've uh, tried to scope out the area, and he's always just there. Dude's weird. I'm not going to question it. Like I said, he's feeding me information, making my job easy. So, I got one last meeting with him. And, you know, just to kind of have you all around, overhear things, whatnot, you know, the usual, Margo, having people to back you up. I'll have you all nearby, but he's super skittish. Don't, like, you can, I guess, don't really reveal yourselves, I guess. Just there, there's an area you can hide around the corner where you can, like, see, just, like, watch my back. But that's basically all I called you here for. Uh, are there any windows I can peek and watch out from? No, that's the weird thing. And he kind of points up and says, there's no windows looking into the alleyway here. Like I said, I don't know what the city planners were doing. It's just a bunch of back end flat buildings. Like there's windows that go outward, but they can't see in this alley, which is perfect because that means people can't see me talking to him. It's probably why I like the back area. All right. I guess I'll find a corner to crouch down in nearby. Yeah. Is that I, what we're all doing? You don't just, all have to. Just crouching, checking things out or waiting for stuff to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I just want Margaret to come, but if y'all want to, it's a little harder with three of you, but there's... There, there's, there's oh, okay. oh, oh, so then should the other two couch down and I'll join? Like I said, it's up to you. I, I if you, if you uh, would... so Look, we're here for your backup. How about you make a decision? That right. sounded really rude. I'm so <laughs> sorry. All right, you two go hide somewhere and I'll just step back. You like got I it, said, buddy. 
All three y'all can hide if you want. Y'all can't walk up, though. That's for sure. Definitely not. You'll freak out. Yeah, I'll stand back uh, within uh, speaking range. Perfect. All right. Uh, so you're coming physically with me, Marco, or is it, is it just, quote unquote, me alone? No, I'll go with you. Okay, so he's going to see you? Yeah. All right. I need to be alone at first. I got to tell him that you're coming with. Is that okay? That's fine. All right. He's like a, he's like a little rat. He's real skittish. I want to scare this dude. And he smiles at that and says, uh, you two, you can hang around like this turn here as he, you guys begin to walk down the alleyway. He says, just stay here. You can, you can probably overhear the conversation. I'm, uh, I'm not very quiet. He's hard to hear, though. He kind of whisper talks. I don't know. Y'all chill here. Carson, Graham, Margo, come with me uh, around this next turn. Just chill behind the trash. Not, there's no trash. I lied. Haha. Chill behind this corner, basically. Just wait. I'll let him you know that you're here. We'll set things up. We're buddy-buddy. I should never see this guy again. And then I can open your eyes to all the crazy shit I've been collecting. Sound good? Sounds great. Hell yeah. So he uh, begins to uh, walk with you guys and shows the two of you where to stop. Shows Margo where to stop and walks around the corner. So you can see this meeting area, Margo. It looks as if all these buildings, at least like the, the backside of them, they, their, si- their shapes don't make any sense. They all could have been square, but they're not. They're very Tetrisy. But there is an area to stand in. You can maybe fit like 10 people here. It's not very large. Going out from this area, you see one, maybe two alleyways that are at most two or one and a half people wide. So this area is fairly, uh, fairly crunched. Not to the point where it'd freak you out, Carson, but it's getting real close. It's real, mm. it's real dangerous, I will say. Just don't look at it. Don't look up either, because these buildings look- are relatively tall. I'm looking away. Yeah, just, just kind of focus on uh, chilling with Graham and... I don't know if you're like you're showing apprehension of like, uh, but you're not fully in as far as Margo is. If you were that far, this would be questionable at best. And uh, Graham's just kind of chit chatting with you. Like, all right, cool. You know, I'll <laughs> we'll see his office, I guess, in a second. Yeah. And, you know, Margo, he kind of taps you on the shoulder and nods to you to say, stay right there. He whips around. And as he kind of walks out, he reaches this open area and you can see the dudes already waiting. Uh, there's an individual that is. You can't really see his face. So he's, he's wearing like a cowl and like a like a jacket coat cape type thing over that. And it's relatively dark back in here, but it's still early. So sun's coming down. Uh, main reason you can't see is because, of course, Hood. Joe walks up and goes, hello, my friend. How are things? And the figure slowly turns to him, lifts a hand and sort of just waves. And his skin is a... Uh, not a very healthy color, we'll say. It's very gray. And he waves and puts his hand down. And Joe just starts talking to him, basically saying, how are things? How's this? How's that? And, you know, he res- responds. But you can't really hear from here, Margo. He's really quiet. And then you hear Joe say, so, my guy, friend, buddy, uh, I, have a, I have an ally, someone that can sort of help. I just wanted to introduce you to just like to say hello. Do you mind? And with his hand lifted out, he slowly lowers it, the figure. And then kind of emotions like, sure, that's fine. But you can't really tell what he's saying precisely. He's talking. He talks with his hands quite a bit. And he goes, cool, excellent. Turns around and says, uh, Margaret, you can come out. Just, uh, I guess, keep your distance. My friend here doesn't like strangers. I'll poke my head out, uh, wave, and approach a little bit. Okay, the informant waves back. Uh, and as, as you approach... They continue talking, and now that you're closer, you can hear. From a distance, you just heard a rasping, like sandpaper being rubbed together. 
No words. Now that you're closer, though, you can hear that there actually were indeed syllables placed between all of these uh, sentences that he's stringing together. And as they're chit-chatting, Joe is thanking him for his service, saying, hey, man, you've helped me a ton. I hope the information I give you has helped and whatnot. Uh, my friend here is going to kind of head back. and We're going to go, you know, back to the office and get things taken care of. Hopefully you and your people are good now. Yeah, like we can find a place for you in the city. That should be good. And the figure nods. And uh, you can you can hear her, Margo, as now you've gotten closer. And it says, yes, you and your little group at ICS have been quite helpful. I do believe we're done with you now. Yes. And she goes, correct, exactly. Uh, I don't remember telling you where I worked at, though. Did I let that slip? Margaret, did I let that slip at the last second? Uh, not that I heard. Cool. You, can you read minds, little guy? Are you a mind reader? And you, you can hear a laugh again, Margot, that once again replicates sandpaper just grating against itself. Is this guy a zombie? He has a very zombie feel to him. The, the gray skin probably isn't great, Margot. Yeah, I don't see anything dead, do I? Back here, you don't know. You're far enough that you don't know if it's him or just, a, you know, a bird or something or a cat that brought its dinner back here. Oh, dear God. OK. And Joe goes, right. Well, I might have been drunk one day and we met and let it slip. And then the figure goes, waves his finger and says, no, no, you did not. And he goes, oh, OK, getting a little creepier than usual. All right. Put out a little show for Margo. Anyway, I'm going to head out. I'm going to leave. I really appreciate it, dude. You know, if you need me, you can reach out. But we're essentially done, right? My deal, your deal. We're all finished. And uh, once again, the figure, you can see him shaking his head under the cowl. You can't see his face, but he shakes his head and says, no, no. When I said we were done with you, I meant we were done. Thank you. I see yes. And he goes, right. I'm going now. All right, peace, dude. And he goes to turn and just freezes. And you notice he froze the second the figure put his hand out. All fingers extended. Can, can we see this? You, Carson, and Graham 100% cannot, but you can hear Joe's voice echoing down the halls. You cannot hear this other figure he's talking to, so you're really only hearing Joe. Half and the conversation? Barely Margot, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I don't like this. Uh, explain yourself, please. I'm reaching for my sword. Okay. Uh, you write your sword all the way out here? Absolutely. Okay. My baby comes with me everywhere. Sure. The figure turns to look at you, Margot, and you notice with his hand entirely extended, all of his fingers spread wide, like a rising sun. You notice he has an extra uh, joint on his fingers. It bends one more time. And the cowl turns to you, Margo. And although you cannot see his face, you see a wide, broken, toothy smile. And he answers you by closing his fist, turning his hand, and you can see his fingers moving in very incredibly rapid but confusing ways this looks somewhat familiar margo I just, have i seen this before you think you've possibly seen this before yes do i uh have any instinctual you know run away attack kind of feeling from it both it's bad you know 100 it's bad it's not directed at you whatever it is it is 100 directed at joe a after you have said this after he has said his thing joe has not moved he is frozen as if he were a statue can I pull out my silver dagger and shove it at his hand? Uh, yes. As you go to uh, pull for your dagger, you hear something crack. Not in you, 
but in Joe. And it happens rapidly, horrifyingly rapidly. Joe's arm, his right arm, is extended. His face is slightly turned to you, Margot, as he was intending to leave. And you can see for a split second on Joe's face. He may have been frozen, but his eyes were not. They're full of panic and fear. And the next thing that transpires is almost too horrifying for words. It's almost impossible to even recognize what happens next, Margot. You see within his body, his skin begins to ripple and wave. Uh, almost as if a foreign entity has invaded him, but no, that, that's, that's not it. You can tell this cracking and this wet sliding sound that happens in like the blink of an eye, but then continues as you go to pull for your weapon. All the bones in his arm begin to spin and rotate within his body. You see his skull begin to turn inside of his head. As in, he continues facing one direction, but his skull, and just his skull, begins to rotate clockwise within his flesh, I guess? I'm not really sure how to describe that perfectly. Uh, but do you, kind of, do you understand that? Yeah, his face is facing me, but his skull is not. Correct. Mm, one eye is pulled in, one is ejected, his teeth are... In his cheek now, effectively, it's it's difficult to tell. It's it's just an open mouth against flesh muscle. It's a hard. Well, it's hard to tell. I'm definitely not saving him <laughs> with how fast this is happening. It was almost instant, and you hear it happen like crack, 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 crack. You think maybe it happened to his leg somewhere else. He makes no sound though. You hear a muffled like, Ugh! and that's it from Joe. He's still standing, completely rigid. His fingers stop. You've drawn your blade. And you're ready to throw it, and the entity just looks at you, still smiling. So he's definitely dead now, right? You're 99% sure there's no coming back from whatever that was. I, I don't think that's going back from that. <laughs> just, just checking. Um, okay, oh can God. I, since I was way too slow with that, can I flick my dagger at the guy's hood to reveal his face? Uh, yes, first, go ahead and roll me to keep it together. <laughs> uh, this time, uh, we'll, we'll go, yeah, do plus cool for this one. Nice, already. One stress arena, where are we throwing this boy? agitated because Joe should have explained more very clearly before we went here. I definitely missed something important. And I'm not going to be able to find out what it is now without looking at his notes. Alrighty. Margo, you're pissed. You see this transpire. It almost happens within the span of one or two seconds. You've drawn your weapon and you're slowed slightly as you see the scene unfolding before you. But you're able to draw the blade and you go to throw it and you're trying to basically unhood him. Yeah, I want to unhood him and then dash behind a wall. All right, uh, go ahead and roll me. Act under pressure. Your knife hurtles forward. And Carson, Graham, you guys hear a loud sound crack out. Uh, do you make any sound or say anything, Mark, or you just throw the knife? Just the knife. Okay. And after that, you guys hear nothing as this knife goes hurling out of your hands, flying towards this, this person, this entity, whatever he is. And it catches his hood. It pulls back uh, to reveal a face? Question mark? There's, there's a lot to look at, Margot. Truly, potentially, possibly uh, too much. But you can see as all of his eyes turn now to look at you, there is a 
level of a, of offense that you've revealed him. Of um, I mean, yes, of course. Dodge behind a wall, please. And uh, the the consequence because we roll a seven. Oh no! I'm just going to say, seeing this, I won't even describe it because the second I would, I would have to then issue a new description for you, Margo. But despite his features refusing to stay still, despite his structure making no sense, you get the feeling deep down, Margo, you will not forget what this son of a bitch looks like. We'll add one more stress. Where do you want it? That's definitely a stress thing. Alrighty. You whip around the corner. And for a second, it's like the air around you grows tense and tight. You can almost feel something like squeezing your wrist like an invisible hand and you look at it, but see nothing. Um, then I would like to shout run and run. You shout run and run and you hear a quick whipping of a cape as if someone is expending the dust from a rug. A slight cracking noise and then nothing comes from the location of Joe. You then hear his body fall after this cracking sound. And you scream run and you run. Before, when you looked at your wrist, as you're coming over to Carson and Graham, you... Who should also be running because I heard my run. Right. Yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah, but you, you catch up with them fairly quick. It's not too far away. And uh, you, you were shouting this as you're running, of course. But and in your mind's eye, you swear you almost saw like what seemed to be an impression on your skin as if an invisible hand was pressing against your flesh. But you've rejoined your two allies. You see uh, Joe's vehicle and uh, yours. Graham looks freaked out. He's looking at you like, wow, why are you running? What's going on? Uh, better to ask questions later. <laughs> yeah, ask, ask questions, questions later. Joe's pull up, uh, full of shit. What? What do you do? And then you, you guys run He's also dead. Just keep running. Okay, you guys have run to the car, and, and your chilling goes, oh, hold on, well, he's, he's dead? Uh, I jump in the car? Yeah, get in. Oh, okay. Uh, Graham is like really confused. This isn't, this, this isn't paperwork! And he jumps into the... Uh, I know! <laughs> he jumps into the car with you. Like I said, he's full of shit! Alrighty, as everyone hops in the vehicle uh, with you, Margo, where do you go? What do you do? Um, do I know where Joe lives? No, or, me- or where his research is usually done? Probably where he lives, which is in ICS has these files, of course. You just need to request them. All right, then I'm going to head Judd back to ICS because now I need to figure out what he was. Uh... I mean, he said he had a bunch of notes, so he must have written down these conversations somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you head back and <sighs> Graham's looking at you like, uh, is this normal? Is it normal? Yes. Not for paper pushers. No. Yeah, not for paper pushers. Uh, what? What? What, what got him? I want to say even for ICS employees, that's not normal. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think because uh, yes and no, expect the unexpected. But I think Graham bit off way more than he could chew, which usually we're smart enough to avoid. Wait, do you mean or take Joe? proper precautions? Yeah, Joe. Sorry, what I say? Uh, Graham. Yeah, Joe. Joe. Poor Graham. He doesn't even work yet, and he's already dead. My bad. All right, so super confused, but like, okay, I understand, I understand. And there's, there's a bit of a drive to get back to ICS. Uh, and in the silence, uh, Graham just kind of asks, like, all right, well, do you know what killed him? Like, what, what happened? Some weird sound. Uh, like. The informant straight up said, I'm done with you. And uh, do you want me to describe it? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I might look a little freak out, by the way. 
You don't need to describe how he died. I mean, okay, sorry. Not the graphic detail. I just mean, like, he, how did he kill him? Did he shoot him? Did he stab him? Like, what? Um, I, my best guess would be something similar to telekinesis. Oh, okay. Shit, neat. Okay. All right. That's a thing. Okay. 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 And he grabs just looking at himself like, all right. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And he's, he's, he's coming down, but he's just like, all right, I maybe shouldn't be as weirded out. You guys told me about this like weird creature in the woods and we got this guy and all right, all right. And after all this, you guys arrive. Back Don't worry, ICS. you'll get used to it quickly. I mean, he should be weirded out by it regardless. Yeah, he should be. I mean, I'm weirded out. Yeah. I guess it's a good thing we stayed behind. You're, are you hurt? Why didn't he kill you? Because I know to run. All right, run. Run. Number one is run. Got it. Know your limits. That's rule number one of ICS. All right. And he's, he's J- like, J- Joe forgot them, apparently. He's talking to himself like, OK, OK, if I join paper, paper pushers, pencil pushers don't have to eat pen- pencils, paper. And oh, man, there's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, look, the research that pencil pushers do at ICS is invaluable. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I got that. You can play like a uh, ah, shit. What's your name? Like Oracle from Batman? Yeah, uh, from Batman. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that's her name. I don't know. Shit. It is. Yes, it is. Okay, there's so many like uh, different timelines. I get confused. Anyway. All right. We're all good. We're all good. Uh, anyway, we're set. We're fine. ICS is here. Uh, we're checking people. Like, what's the what's the next move? I need to find out what Joe is researching. You should probably call him in as well. That that's a good point. Destroyed I, by a telekinist. I will uh, whip out my phone. Yeah. And make a phone call before I get there. Okay. What's the phone call for? Uh, hey, Joe's dead. Mm, you might want to get his body, but be very careful. Okay. There are some agents in the field that you you might recognize a car that's coming the opposite direction, Margo, as you're headed towards the uh, office. And you do indeed arrive. To emphasize, be very, very careful. They will be incredibly careful now that they know. Yes. If you see a guy in a robe, run. Alrighty, and with that, you have indeed uh, arrived. And you head on into uh, the office at ICS. And I immediately ask for Joe's research lab and any associated areas he may have done research and kept notes. They uh, quickly look into that for you as an agent is down. That is a massive problem, especially because we haven't heard from him in a while. And the, the, la- the next thing we hear is Marco saying he's dead. OK, uh, they're not questioning you. They're just like, this happens. But damn it. Fortunately, you have a lead. Thank God. Uh, they, they look into a few things. Unfortunately, they do already have some agents out in the field. They have someone swing by his house real quick and they determine that there's nothing there at all besides just his usual shit. But the agent that you told to go pick up his body, we may, you know, we wait maybe 20, 30 minutes as they're getting information, solidifying things, ensuring that you're fine, Margo, and didn't bring anything weird with you. They have some, you know, people pull you up to like a mud room, basically, except instead of mud. I mean, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, it's like a bad juju room, basically. Yeah, the blood room. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, the bad juju room. Yeah. Uh, and they, they slap you with like, you know, like, a, you know, whatever thing. Talismans. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you're safe. You're fine. You're good. But with all that, ICS gets a call and the people that are checking you out, Margo, and making sure that you're fine, because sometimes we don't know. And you just got over something. Calm down. <laughs> uh, you, you can you can throw things at other people. I promise. Um, I might be because I'm a little stressed out right now. That's fair. Uh, and with all this, they receive a call and they let you know, Margo, that, oh, while we do not have anything in his home, it seems he had a key on him and he was renting like a motel. 
nearby that area because he doesn't live in that area. Uh, perfect. There's probably stashes of notes there. Yeah. Uh, so they said, if you want, they can go by. You can go by uh, up to you. I actually don't care. I'm cool going by. Perfect. OK, they will go ahead and bring the key back to ICS. They'll be here in like, you know, 15 ish minutes and they'll bequeath that information to you. Uh, it really isn't too far away from where you met with him, which makes a lot of sense because that's where his contact was. Shouldn't really take you too long. It isn't in deep in the same day. Are you planning on going today? Resting a day? What, what's your plan? It's about noon. I need those notes just in case that creature knew he had notes. So we'll go today. In fact, I think I'll go with intent to box it up myself. I want to go myself just in case the team might miss something, you know, do it yourself, make sure it gets done right kind of thing. And I'll bring it back to ICS, I guess. All right. I mean, mechanically, it's always best to check yourself, Margo. So good call. Mm -hmm. who, who are you bringing with? Uh, I want to say that uh, Jay is going to be out of service for a while, so I'm going to bring in Kaiba. Oh, I get to meet my brother that I never knew I had, huh? Yeah. So how are you going to approach? Uh, he would probably already be there. <laughs> at where? The motel? <laughs> Either at the motel or he was the agent picking up uh, the body. Okay, cool. <laughs> I guess I'll meet you at the motel then. Sure. I did want to ask, by the way, because I just noticed with the extra move I picked up on uh, Kaiba, it is practically the same as one of my other moves. Do you mind if I change that? Uh, we can look at that in just a second, because we're coming near the end of our time. It's not, it's not relevant for this anyway, but for next week, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it set up to switch over to that man. Are we, are we bringing Graham with us? Are we letting him hang back? Or you want an extra pair of eyes? Extra pair of eyes, come on. Okay, he's cool. We, we started this mission. Let's uh, let's see how far we can go with it. And don't worry, I will make sure you're safe. Unlike that guy, I will be in Joe's shoes, so you'll know to run next time. Perfect. Alrighty, and uh, with with all that, Kaiba is indeed there already, waiting. You probably see him uh, wave on the outside as you all approach, and you're wonderfully loud, impossible to miss vehicle, Margot. This motel is definitely somewhere out of the way. He did not opt for opulence with this, definitely. The man did not want to be noticed, understandably. Uh, and as your group approaches. Yeah, he's standing in front of the door like a tall, lanky. Weirdly enough, he kind of reminds you of Maverick, except if he was not buff. Okay. Yeah, and I can he, see it. Yeah. He would just watch you come, I guess. So, you must be Margo and Carson. I've worked with you before, I think. So you probably don't know my name. Probably true. Uh, yeah, hi. What's yours? Kaiba, uh, Maverick, your brother might have to told you about me. I'm going to freeze. Uh, Kaiba, my long-lost supposed brother? That would be the one, and I'll hold up the key. And you're here for this. I was just picking up the body. Did you get my knife, too? Oh, is that what it is? I did pick yeah, it I need it. <laughs> sure, I'll take it out of my jacket. Ah, oh, thank you. And I'll take the keys, too. Wasn't expecting to meet you this way. Cool. Well, the job demands, and I heard Jay is out of business for a while, so figured out how about. Yeah, he got kind of kind of roughed up. Mm. Weird creatures in the forest. I heard. Good work on that, man. Uh, thanks. Protected my face in, in by removing it from life. That's a sentence. Yeah, that fits. And as we're uh, contemplating what Margot just uh, said, you slam the key. Into the lock, it satisfyingly clicks, but does not satisfyingly open. These uh, doors definitely leave uh, quality wanting. 
And as you slide it open, your group is greeted with notes upon notes that are stacked, stapled and smacked and taped, possibly glued to the walls, the string attaching all of them. And on this wonderfully convoluted scene, we'll pause there. <laughs>